Good afternoon. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome back to our Keep It Growing podcast. This is Martin speaking. This is Kaylee speaking. And we are back. We are snuggling um, on the couch as we record this. So that means, well, it doesn't mean, but we are married. Yeah. Yeah. We've, um, Hence the snuggling. We've been running businesses in Ottawa. We have two of them uh, right now for, well, one's 12 years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, bricks and mortar, awesome business, 12 years in the Byward market that yeah. you built and are running and it's amazing. And uh, we parent a lot. Yes, we have. There's four boys in our house, 14, 11, 4, and 2. And, and right now we have none of them here. They are sleeping. Yeah. So? So? What do you want to talk about? Um, I guess they're not all sleeping. Most of them are at school. One's sleeping, but still, it's nice. Um, what do we want to talk about? Well, it's November. The time changed. It's dark. It's dark. Um, it's, it's confusing rainy. the children. It's, it's just my, like, it's my least... It's my least favorite month and I I talk a lot about and if you've been on this podcast before I mean this podcast I is disagree all about with you you love trail running this time no, of year it's hold your on. favorite you're thing. interrupting which is want to fight about it <laughs> um this podcast is a lot of it is about health and fitness and wellness and personal growth and mindset and I talk a lot about working on having a positive mindset and choosing you can't you know you can't control a lot of what happens to you but you can choose how you perceive it or how you react to it and i'm really having a hard time with doing that with november um i just hate it <laughs> and i love fall i love so i love trail running in the fall when the leaves are turning when it's not snowing oh not not late fall not november when like it's early like, fall it's going to be minus 10 on thursday night okay that is that. not fall weather that is like but you love skiing. I just You're love going to BC to all, go find cold snow. I love all seasons except November and most of winter. Winter was way more fun without kids. I disagree. Well, I know. Have I'm you ever seen miles skiing? There's small little snippets that are awesome, but there's and just a lot of room snow fort. There's just a lot of logistics of getting children in and out of clothing, and then there's a lot of hours of pure darkness. This sounds a very selfish approach to I'm being winter. whiny about November, yeah, and let it go. I'm working on changing my mindset, but it's not happening today. But this is not what this podcast. This podcast is not called the Kaylee Wines a Lot podcast. Let's talk about your other crown. Oh, oh my goodness! All right, so. We we have an awesome show today. Well, we do, and it's it's interesting because, like I was saying before, we we really have touched on almost everything. I think what this is episode nine, eight, nine. Are we at nine. double digits yet? Not yet. Next week. Nine. Um, we talked about nutrition and exercise and motivation and mindset and goal setting and like so much stuff but a really big one um and i guess everything we talk about each week is what we're real time dealing with that's kind of how we decide on our topics is just you Agreed. know yeah. like what are we what are we working on right now what's in our our front and center and the big one right now for us is our marriage and we decided we would talk about that today and 
it's definitely a bit more intimate and personal than the other topics. Like fitness? Yeah. Yeah, agreed. I'm good saying I shouldn't eat cheese because it makes me feel bloated. But talking about um, something as personal as our marriages, like it makes me a little bit nervous for sure. But... Well, we're not talking about our marriage writ large. We're talking about um, some counseling we're doing to work on making our marriage more awesome because how do you get from good to great or great to excellent or horrendous to okay? I mean, there's, there's a scale. Okay. Every, Thank you for no. making that joke while I'm sipping water because now the water It's not is a everywhere. joke. It's dead serious oh. because everyone's marriage is at a certain level. Everyone's different, right? And everyone's uh, approaching how to make it better with different goals right so if you think you have the perfect marriage i'm assuming you're wrong if you think you have a good marriage could it be better yes and if you know you don't have a good marriage well maybe it's it's time to work on it and that's what we're doing yeah and it's funny i mentioned to a friend last week that we had just started going to counseling and i was saying that it was actually a really positive experience and she she looked very dismayed and scared and she kind of said oh my goodness she said like i know so many and it's true myself too actually there's a lot of people um i know more than i like than i too many i think that are kind of are my age been you know they were married kind of five to ten years late 30s early 40s kids are over the age of toddlerhood but still pretty young and their marriages are breaking up and and i mean you were married before and you guys were married i don't know more than like i guess eight or nine ish years and had four five and seven year old kids so that again like it's that kind of that perfect seems to be that perfect time where Hmm. and i think and so anyways, when I mentioned that we were in counseling, she kind of went, oh my gosh, not, not you guys too. And I said, no, I said, like, this is a good thing. I said, we're, we're good. And, you know, we're only, we're only talking about moving forward in a really positive way. But mm-hmm. we, we, we also know that, you know, we kind of started our marriage and our relationship in an unconventional way in the sense that, you know, when we, we started have. dating, you were also a single dad. And um, and so we, you know, we dated kind of very, like, occasionally. Like, when you didn't have the kids, we would get to hang out. And then when you did have the kids, we wouldn't really see each other for huge chunks of time. And then we kind of went from that to cohabitating co-parent- with kids. Yeah, and, and co-parenting right, right off the bat. And co-parenting yeah. and me learning how to be stepmom before I was ever mom. And us... You know, I think there's something and it's not, I mean, even just having a baby and learning how to be parents together that way right. and then navigating our personal parenting values while we're starting with one small little baby that can't argue back yet. And we work on, you know, our philosophy on sleeping and then potty training. And then before we get to the big stuff where, you know, you'd already really established yourself as a parent. And then I come in with my own background and my own views and a cohabitant of the family and the home and navigating that like that's really a whole other pile of stuff to to deal with and so i don't think Mm -hmm. we ever really had that time to just figure out how to navigate our stuff well 
No. First. That's and what, that leads to some conflict. Well, yeah. Like figuring it, you know, we didn't really figure out how to communicate well or how to have healthy conflict or how to um, support each other, what our love languages. And actually, we're going to do a full podcast on love languages down the road. Um, but just like what we needed from each other, like so much stuff that I don't know whether we would have figured it all perfectly if we'd had lots of time before kids. But mm-hmm. um, I think now that we're becoming much more aware of all of that stuff we need to work on, we kind of have no time or energy to do it because now we're raising four kids. Yeah, and so, have two where, um, so we outsourced. If, if you would like a referral, we found we were going to an awesome lady. Yeah. Um, not the first person we've sat down with together, but um, a really good softening of the heart and a meeting of Kaylee and I just with a couple of sessions. And it's cool. One thing she sent us home with this past week was just things to think about in if you ever get in conflict. And I think if you're married, there has to be conflict sometimes um and things to think about when tempers get up or opinions are well, are different it's actually called a fair fighting rules not just right. things to think about but she said our homework was you guys will probably fight this week and that's okay but you must adhere to these rules during any fight and i think this started off because um during our session last week she was kind of saying like how is how's it been going how was your week and we said oh pretty good and except kind of monday night was um not great because we got into a stupid fight about something stupid um and she said well walk me through that and it was interesting because even though we'd way moved past the fight it actually took me a little while to remember what we'd even started arguing about um we never really reached a resolution, right? Like, it's not like we, we kind of both agreed just to move on, but we never, never resolved it. And right. so when we started kind of walking her through it, I was telling my side of the story. You were telling your side. We were going back and forth. We were doing it in a really calm place, but the dynamic, the, that whole dynamic flared up again and all of our feelings and why we both felt so justified and, kind of what we had brought into it was still there and she started to kind of almost laugh and she said oh, okay this has given me a very good understanding of your personalities and how you guys communicate and how you guys tend to kind of get derailed when you get into a fight so this is your homework all right and here are the it. rules so we're going to go through these rules with you because i think these are great rules for not just marriage but anytime you have a conflict or a fight yeah all right Honey, what's rule number one? Well, are you ready? What do you put a pinkly paper here? Before you begin, ask yourself why you feel upset, which is which is pretty huge. Um, because you can get upset over something really small, like someone leaving a piece of laundry out or not putting the ketchup away or whatever it might be. Um, but is it more a part of a bigger picture, right? Like, are you actually upset because on one level you feel like you do all the house chores and that's just a little icing on the cake that's pushing over the edge. So really rule number one is to actually just take some time to think about your feelings. Take a moment before you launch into an argument. 
Yeah. Yeah. Because I think with that one, like, sorry, I'm kind of trying to process as I go here. I think if you leave like a piece of laundry on the stairs, just like pants in the middle, like on the stairs that are supposed to be going up or down, but they're just kind of sitting there. 99% of the time, because you do that lots, you kind of like on your way to the gym or in and out, you kind of leave your pants. Like if, you, if you're getting changed, you'll just leave them at the bottom of the stairs or something. 99% of the time, doesn't bother me a bit. I just carry them up when I'm going up and I put them on the bed or your dress or whatever. But, and you know that and I know that. That's just no big deal. But then if that one time I'm just already stressed and kind of ticked off and feeling overworked and unappreciated and then I see those pants, I'm not going to say to you, honey, I'm feeling really overworked and stressed and unappreciated. Can we have a broader conversation about this? I'm going to see those pants and go, oh my God, you always leave your pants. I'm so sick of this. No, 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 no. And I I will basically explode over the pants. And then I feel like that's when you also kind of like look at me with like that look of kind of terror where you're like, oh my gosh, she's gone off the rails. I don't understand. Like it's just pants. And this is not proportional to like your, my reaction is not proportional to the trigger. And so yeah, I think that's a really good one where like if you if I thought about my feelings, I would be like, OK, it's not the pants. It's this bigger issue that I'm feeling overworked and underappreciated. Maybe once the kids have gone to bed tonight, I should sit down and take some time and talk through that with Martin. Yeah. Um, and we could have a calm conversation about that. And then I could say, hey, the pants kind of set me off a bit. So that's yeah, really good. That's a good one. Okay, I number two. This one is r- very tricky when you get your kind of fighting brain in action. That It's tough to keep on one topic. Yes. Right? One issue. We are not so great at this. Yeah. Because when you start running into one argument, it can quickly turn into a much bigger one um, where it's very easy to pull some history. Everything that person's ever done wrong can come into the argument. Um, And of course, we've all done tons of stuff wrong. So it's really easy to pick a whole laundry list of things and one by one by one and kind of rip rip into that person, right? Yeah. Um, But it never actually resolves that first issue. No, and it never resolves any issue because, I mean, the times that we do that, we kind of take the ball and we throw it back and forth of, well, you did this, well, you did that. And um, there's no chance at all that anything will be resolved because mm-hmm. you're just piling and piling like you don't well, you stand. Get, you get a list of things you can never resolve and that's... Well, and then I think we just... There's no good outcome. No, and I think we just almost start to try to one-up each other. Like it just turns into... I mean, it's, <laughs> sometimes... Sometimes it gets so like when we end up doing that, it almost gets so ridiculous. I, I start to, I want to start to laugh, but then I don't want to laugh because I'm still so mad. I don't want to like end the madness, but because it's true, we just go, it just totally goes off the rails, right? Yeah. So I think that's a really, really good one for us to remember. No degrading language. Where this isn't one that really like we're. No, but it's it's a good it's, it's a, a good, good one, one for the list for fair oh, fighting yeah. because the goal is not to attack the person, 
and put the person down and point point out negative things about the person is you're trying to figure your way through an issue mm, together yeah, okay i guess we do this sometimes right um so don't put down so you're not trying to make the person feel bad you're trying to figure out the issue about the laundry or, or whatever you're dealing with in that at moment um but oftentimes if you're starting to attack the character you're going to forget and not resolve the issue yeah Does that make sense yeah and i think also like any of our conflict or anytime we're butting heads or fighting like we still love each other we still respect each other and we still care about each other's heart and so you know dealing with the action or the the thing that was upsetting or hurtful is one thing but then just yeah i mean i never want to attack your character you never want to attack my i don't want to ever want to hurt your character you don't want to hurt my character but it's easy said to recognize that when we're calm it's hard to remember that when you're angry and triggered so that's a really good rule for sure huge um express your feelings with words i feel angry i feel hurt when you ignore my text messages um and then take responsibility for those feelings yeah so you know starting with i statements is a good way to help you take responsibility for your feelings um but then the caveat in here is you can't say whatever you want as long as it starts with i um but that is yeah i think you're being a giant jerkwad and i am you can't like that's not helpful so but but really trying to express your feelings that's ultimately we're trying to get across like when the other person to understand where you're at well and if you're using i statements you're not using you statements so instead of saying you are doing this and you are so insensitive and you are so lazy it's i feel hurt when i don't hear from you not you are terrible at keeping in touch so then the other person doesn't have to go on the defensive as quickly. No. Uh, yeah, next. Cool. Um, take turns. Talking. Yeah. This can be tough. Don't interrupt. If it's uh, difficult to follow, get yourself a countdown timer, which I think is great. We, we've never resorted <laughs> to a countdown timer, but, we but we're very good at interrupting. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's um, part of the stubbornness we bring. Oh, Yes. The Swiss German versus well, the Well, so like the counselor um, said, she said, she, she was like, okay, both of you take, she's asked me, she said, describe yourself, Kaylee. And then she said to Martin, describe yourself, Martin. And both of us, the first word I think we used to describe ourselves was, well, I'm stubborn. I'm stubborn. Um, yeah. <coughs> so. Yeah. Um, and also don't spend your partner's time. Like when your partner's talking. Listen. Listen to them. Don't spend that time thinking about what you're going to say or your rebuttal of course yeah well not of course because well, of course no that's something that takes a lot of dedicated focus I mean, active listening and i'm i would say i'm very good at that you are because when you're sitting one-to-one with a patient like you actually like you have to listen yeah you're you're like, very good like, active so listener. that and it but it takes training and focus mm-hmm. yeah you you literally have to sit there with an absolute blank slate taking in word by word you can't think when they're mentioning something going on think about all your differential diagnosis and or whatever it's the same thing in an argument you have to listen to what the person's saying yeah yeah and you know it's interesting i've seen you work really hard over the years on that and i've noticed a big change in how you actively listen in our marriage for sure 
so. so you can change and you can learn that habit and i'll work on that one too um retreating into a shell it's called stonewalling which i don't really know the context of the words so i'm not going to use it but um sometimes you just refuse to communicate with the other person right um because you feel better by temporarily shutting down all communication but you don't resolve the issue by doing nothing no and by hiding and so if you absolutely cannot go on you tell your partner you need a timeout but you agree to resume the conversation later i think timeouts have to happen sometimes especially if there's like a, a low brain like primordial fight going on when you basically are both just shut down and in fight or flight mode yeah but yeah. so but this is a good one because but, how easy it is how easy is it i mean you watch any movie or any stereotypical like argument someone just about face and walks away so and with us you are the stonewaller and i am the like i think that's why i almost add more issues because you will like i add more things to the more topics and i think it's because sometimes your coping mechanism is to be the stonewaller and to kind of say i don't want to talk about this and you'll call a timeout but i like but then you won't like we the part we we have we're not very good at yet is we'll call the timeout but then there's no mutual agreement to resume the discussion later and so i think when you're like no i don't want to talk about this and you walk away you're like i'm done the person that's feeling stonewalled which is often me um i then just get more angry because i just feel like i'm being shut down but then there's no plan to resume the conversation so i really like that part if you were like you know what this is getting way too heated and emotional i need a minute to process i need a minute for us to calm down i'm calling a timeout but let's meet back here in one hour once we've both cooled off and then let's talk about it then i would be able to hear like okay you still want to hear me resolve this we just both need to calm down because hmm. i'm not so i really like that last part i think that's really that's really cool um no yelling yeah and then no yelling kind of like builds upon the no interrupting huh. because i feel like if we're just interrupting each other um a great way to manage that is to talk louder huh. um you never solve problems by yelling no nope. no arguments were truly won by being the loudest timeouts Take a time out if things get too heated. So kind of building on the stonewalling piece. So, well, is it, yeah, I mean, if you're just battling to the death and it's going nowhere um, and pulling up all sorts of different issues, like kind of all the things we've talked yeah. about along this list. Well, you know what? Someone has to be, I don't want to say the, the grown up, but someone has to be have the, is that emotional intelligence? Or maybe is just, that awareness? Well, maybe just in that moment. I guess the person that maybe is a little less like primordial brain triggered and has the, the who has the ability to have the perspective in that moment to be like, you know what? Let's like this is just going off the rails. But again, in bold, it Let's says agree and... on a time to come back and discuss the problem after everyone has cooled down. Yeah. So, again, well, of, of course, that, like, like a lot of this is sometimes you have to walk away 
with the intention of resolving the issue after. Yeah, but I like right. the idea that in that right. moment, you don't just call a timeout and disappear. It's like, okay, we're going to reconvene um, and we're going to figure this out. Right. Yeah, that's a good one. And last but not least, which is exciting, is um, <laughs> well, when you're dealing with an issue, you you may never see it perfectly eye to eye, right? Um, so you may, because that's why you're having a conflict in the first place. Two people have a different idea, belief system that's colliding. And so you may have to compromise. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right? There, there may not be a perfect answer to the argument you're having about whatever. And then I love this last part. If you can't come to a compromise, because sometimes you can't. Um, merely understanding can help soothe feelings. Like just even agree to disagree and say, you know what? I hear you and I hear you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So those are our, I think there was 10. Yeah. I would, I would listen again and, and write them down. You can, um, for sure message us for a copy if, if you would like, or, um, can I borrow the paper? Yeah. I'm going to do a quick rundown guys. Yeah. Are you ready? So here's your top Number 10. Number one. Before you begin, ask yourself why you feel upset. Number two, discuss one issue at a time. Number three, no degrading language. Number four, express your feelings with words and take responsibility for them. Those are your I feel statements. Number five, take turns talking. Number six, no stonewalling. Number seven, no yelling. Number eight, take a time out if things get too heated. Number nine, attempt to come to a compromise or an understanding. And I guess there was only nine rules and not 10. So then my 10th would be, especially if this is people who are married or in a relationship, remember that the person you're fighting with is someone that you love. And remember that. Because at the end of the day, you love that person. You chose to be with them because you love them. And that's pretty powerful. Pretty powerful. Yeah. So. Enjoy. On that note, um, yeah, we're going to sign off. We wish you guys an amazing week. We're yep. going to, so far, well, I mean, how many days are we in? We've done pretty good so far on our fighting rules the last few days. We're doing good. Um, we'll keep you posted. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll be back here on Monday with yep. more exciting, more exciting content. The big number one zero next week. Yes, I know. We'll have to think of a really good. Yeah. Probably, you know what? And I, I think we'll be like, I think kind of talking about what we're learning in counseling and talking about how to build an exceptional marriage, especially when, you know, we've got stuff coming at us from all directions all the time. Um, is something that is going to be fun for us to talk about and share. I think we're going to learn a lot. And I think this is stuff that, well, it's hopefully helpful to anyone out there who's yeah. in a relationship or trying to build an exceptional. Yeah, if you have, if you have certain interrupt relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, if you have anything to add, message us, um, share this with other people. Yeah, as you go comment. Through. I think yeah. you can leave comments on the podcast as well. Um, yeah. yeah, leave a review, subscribe. Share this with your friends. Tune in next Monday. Tune in next Monday. We'll see you then. Yeah. Have a great week, guys. Have a great week. Bye.